0: What Shaken with Shainer presents Psycho Bob, Psycho Bob, Psycho Bob! Psycho Bob says, Meow. Welcome to another installment of Psycho Bob Says, brought to you by What's Shakin' with Shaner. Psycho Bob the Cat is the co-host, producer, and yes, even the engineer of What's Shaken with Shaner, and he usually has a lot to say pretty much non-frickin' stop. And to satisfy his bullshit, we are releasing 10-minute episodes in between our larger ones that are based on topics picked and written by Psycho Bob himself. To find all of the episodes of What Chicken with Shaner and Psycho Bob Says, head over to our website, shakenshaner.com. That's right, shakenshaner.com. And remember, there's no G in shaken. There you can discover our entire list of episodes, or you could even call it our back cat log Hey, Bob, I recently learned something. Did you know that in the 1960s, the CIA hatched a plan to implant a battery and a microphone in a cat so the furry feline could spy on unsuspecting targets? I know, what a good idea. The program was halted when after years of research and millions of dollars, that's right, millions of dollars spent, the cat was run over by a cab. Well, what's so funny? Oh, Bob says this story clears up the old debate, which he uh, has been having for years, and that is, which is worse, raining cats and dogs or healing taxis? I set a goal to read 30 new books, and I'm very happy to say I have surpassed that total. One of the book series I discovered is the Alex Hawk time travel series by Sean Inman. I will discuss those books in other episodes, but I mention them here because once I completed that series, I discovered Craddock the Champion, also written by Sean Inman. It is the first of two books in the Arcana Sword and Sorcery series. The second book is called Craddock the Unbeatable, which leads us to today's topic. That's right, Psycho Bob says read Craddock the Champion by Sean Inman. So let's jump into an excerpt from the Midwest Book Review. They say, Craddock the Champion's first appearance is standing atop a mound of bodies, some of which are not quite dead. In his arms is a chubby child he's rescued who is destined to become a leader. Craddock is just not a hero. He's a warrior. This image is captured in a film that in the real world features Steve an actor who plays Craddock in a series of B-level films. Unfortunately, the film attracts the wrong kind of viewer when Rista and Grint come through a portal from another world, Arcana, view the film portrait of this hero's exploits, and they decide that Steve, or Craddock, is just the person to save their world. It isn't until they kidnap him and bring him back to Arcana with the portal closed behind them, that they discover that Steve is anything but a hero. Still, he'd better be prepared to fill those shoes fast because bloody conflict is on the way. Sean Inman's wry sense of humor is displayed from the start, as movie hero Steve reflects the persona he's been hired to portray, only to discover that the film's fantasy has taken on too much reality for his tastes And experiences. Steve's struggle to apply the dubious lessons of a heroic fantasy B grade film to this new world and its reality really shows the adventures he faces as he becomes the hero he never really wanted to be, makes for a tongue in cheek examination of just not mythology and the hero persona, but the tests of an ordinary man thrust into an extraordinary impossible position. Craddock the Champion is a delightful fantasy that keeps readers reading and laughing as Steve, or Craddock, stumbles into his strengths and wonders if the side he has chosen is right or wrong. So now that we heard a review, let's go ahead and jump in and hear from the author Sean Inman himself about Craddock the Champion. He starts, when I was a young reader, I fell into the worlds created by the masters of fantasy and science fiction, Edgar Rice Burroughs, Jules Verne, Robert Heinlein, and Ray Bradbury. They are what inspired me to be a writer. In my mind, Robert E. Howard and his creations, Conan the Barbarian and Cole of Atlantis, stood as tall as any of those giants. I always knew I would write my own take on the sword and sorcery story, that Howard populated with such memorable characters, locations, and monsters. Craddock the Champion is exactly that. I didn't want to just write another take on the brooding anti-heroes of Conan and Cole. I wanted to put my own stamp on the genre. Fortuitously, as I was in the early stages of planning this book, I also watched Galaxy Quest. It's one of my favorite movies and causes me to automatically toss the remote away anytime I see it. The idea to combine these two ideas, the tall, strong hero and the team from another world who mistake our hero for something he is not, came in a flash. The whole story unfolded in an instant in my mind. Mythology comes alive in Arcana, where Cyclops, Rock Titans, Trolls, and Sorcerers, and even yes, magic swords, really exist. To be honest, sword and sorcery is not a genre I would normally read, but I gave it a try as I discussed earlier due to reading other works of Sean Inman. For the first few chapters, I really wasn't sure this book was for me. I gotta be honest, Craddock or Steve could not fight well, he had no skills in hunting, fishing, or even building a good fire, so as a hero on a quest in a foreign land with no modern conveniences, he was really kind of useless. Yeah, he was. All of this at the beginning was very disappointing to me, and I felt like quitting the book multiple times. However, realizing he has no choice but to accept this overwhelming challenge, little by little, and I mean little by little, he starts to change. One of the moving parts of this book for me is when he must face the test from the monks who will determine if he is worthy to wield Illumina, the magic. Sword of Light. I really thoroughly enjoyed Craddock the Champion. The humorous scenes he must endure from his inability to take a punch and his multiple sunburns under his fake spray-on bronze tan to being bested and beaten by children with wooden swords. A lot of this is so much fun, the way they bring these stories and really make Craddock or Steve feel like a real person from our world in a world he doesn't belong. But this book has one other great thing going for it, and that is, it has heart. The quest they are on is not completed in Craddock the Champion. It is only halfway there, and so you must get your hands on the second book, Craddock the Unbeatable. This saga continues with thieves, ambushes, zombies, unaware wolves. That's right, I said unaware wolves, not werewolves. And The Two-Week Mating Season of Large Earthworms. Very imaginative, very creative, and both of these books are a ton of fun. You will be pleasantly surprised, I guarantee you, on how entertaining these books are while also making some statements about the movie industry, our current society, and hero worship. Plus, you have to read the second book to find out if Craddock can actually beat the evil Michael of the Plow and truly become Craddock the Unbeatable. Psycho Bob and I thank you for checking out this installment of Psycho Bob says read Craddock the Champion and Craddock the Unbeatable. These are fun and entertaining without requiring you to take notes or to figure out who is who and who's married to whom and whose sister was like some other books out there. I recommend you check out both of the books, Craddock the Champion and Craddock the Unbeatable. Once again, hey, everybody, our website is shakenshaner.com. Remember, there's no G in Shaken. Give us your feedback on this episode by sending us an email to shaner at shakenshaner.com. Remember, there's no G in Shakin'. Sacko Bob says, press pause and live in the here and meow. And I, Shaken Shanner, say thanks again for hanging out with Bob and I. And keep your ears open for the next episode of What's Shaking with Shanner or Psycho Bob Says when we again journey into the passion and the madness of the geek, the nerd, and often the absurd. Thanks, everyone.